Hey everybody, it is a weird 3 o'clock p.m. quick cast wrap-up after Purdue fights, scratches, claws, and finds a way to win in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, they beat Illinois after just being named as the number four team in America. The, the poll came out actually right before tip-off. It's, uh, I don't know if I said Monday, January 17th, Martin Luther King Day in 2022, and Purdue has... Uh, just earned their uh, 15th win of the year. They're now 15-2. and two. Illinois was white hot coming in here. They were uh, very, very – they were the best team in America, really, according to the way they'd been playing the last 12 games. They were, they'd won 12 straight, uh, six straight in conference. If you looked at the conference standings before, uh, Illinois was 6-0, and and Purdue was way down at 3-2. and two. And uh, now Purdue has improved to four and two. Illinois six and one. The gap shrinks quite a bit, uh, thanks to kind of helping yourself out. And it was just a tough, weird, frustrating game. But this was um, not like some of the games where Purdue's had struggles earlier in the year, where they weren't doing the things that you really want them to. Do. For instance, the defense looked very intense for big stretches of the game. They were crashing the glass. I haven't checked the rebounding numbers. I will here in a minute. As a team, I would guess Purdue beat Illinois on the board pretty significantly. Uh, they did, and I'll get to that in a second. But um, Purdue wins 96-88, to 88, double overtime, uh, and they won it. It took a number of guys to get the victory done, and we'll talk about each one of them here in a second. I'll look at their stats and tell you why they won the game. Before I get to it, let me uh, thank our sponsors, our pals at Gridiron Metalworks, Gridiron, gridironmetalworks.com, enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off. Um, get ready for spring now, get yourself a, a really nice uh, custom spatula with a Purdue logo on or one of the uh, other teams in America that don't matter. Uh, head over to uh, Martin Vintage, martinvintage.com, enter Boiled at checkout, get 15% on, off on a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, it'll be Purdue gear, it'll be sold by a uh, Purdue family. Can't beat that. And finally, when you're in town for a game, if you're going to go see Purdue play their next game, head over to AJ's, why don't you? And uh, grab a pint, grab a burger, grab some Italian beef, grab some uh, uh, mac and cheese bites, have a great time, watch some TV, enjoy the warmth in there while it's cold outside. AJ's.com, our friends at AJ's. So thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in to this unusual live quick cast. Anish is also going to have a quick uh, wrap up of the game as well. The main reason I'm doing this, honestly, uh, it just helps me get my nerves right. Uh, I wish I could tell you that at 46, I've matured enough that I don't take these games too seriously and that I can settle down and just enjoy a relaxing game. But I cannot. Uh, I'll admit my weaknesses, and this is one of them. Um, I was way too intense during this one, as I usually am, and um, the game started out great. Purdue got uh, Coburn and Cockburn, pardon me, Cockburn in, in big foul trouble, um, and uh, they did it uh, really because Zach Eady was just an absolute beast. Uh, he was he was punching Illinois in the mouth. Uh, then their second string center came in. He threw a cheap elbow into the face and throat of Sasha Stefanovic. He, of course, got a little slap on the wrist from the officials. Should have gotten ejected, but he didn't. Illinois' third string uh, big man also struggled against Edie, but Edie finished with a, just a whale of a game. He played awesome. 20 points, 8 rebounds, an assist, a steal. Uh, let's see. He had two blocks, no turnovers, kept the ball nice and high. Um, and I honestly, I think he should have 
had about 30 points. Uh, Painter, for some reason, didn't have him in a lot in overtime, uh, the first overtime, double overtime. He had him in there, which was good to see. But I, a little bit of a head scratcher for me, why Edie wasn't in more. Uh, and if you guys know something that I don't know, let me know. He only had uh, he had two fouls. Um, so Edie played a whale of a game. He's the guy that really uh, made the thing go today. He was so good. Uh, he was 9 of 14 from the field. Um, they didn't have an answer, really. Uh, Cockburn was uh, uh, frustrated with the inability to stop Edie all day. Uh, Cockburn finished with 10 points, uh, 5 rebounds. Five fouls, uh, had a couple steals, but he also the the refs decided to go into protection mode of him at one point, which is really good of them. Um, they just stopped calling fouls on him, and he was he was playing the same brand of basketball he always does. And he's a big, strong guy. Um, he plays physical. Uh, he fouled. He got he got two or three extra ones. Good for him. Good for him. Um, but uh, let's see who else. Uh, Sasha Stefanovic had an interesting game. It was like the tale of two halves. He was a little bit cold in the first half. Let's say a lot cold. I think he missed. Um, his first two or three threes he shot, but in the second half, he absolutely caught fire, and he was the reason Purdue was able to get into overtime, honestly, because um, it felt like a couple things should have happened. To me, Purdue should have won this in regulation, and I think they could have easily done it. They had the uh, the ball up by two with under a minute left. Ivy got the ball, got fouled, had a one-and-one, one, missed the front end. Illinois came down and scored. If Ivy hits both the both those free throws, um, Purdue wins. Uh, I think they win in regulation and no problem. So, so did Ivy have a bad game from the free throw line? Oh no, not at all. He had a pretty damn good game from the free throw line. That was the thing that carried him points wise. He finishes with 19 points, all of them pretty much or most of them from the free throw line. 13 of 15. He had uh, eight rebound rebounds to go along with that. We'll talk about that. That's a big deal. Two assists, two steals, a block. Um, so he also had four fouls. He was using some of those, but Ivy, um, his game wasn't there. Like it usually is. He kept going into situations where it looked like he would drive and get past the first or second level as Illinois players were kind of like trying to get back on defense, not doing a very good job getting back quickly. And then the last line of defense, the last guy was at the hoop facing up. And instead of drawing in that extra defender and kicking it out, he did it a couple times, but he really was trying to force things. And speaking of forcing things. Our pal Trey Williams, who has been playing great, uh, did not play too great in this game. Finished with 14 points, but went 6 of 18 from the field. At one point, he was 4 of 15. Um, his his con- contribution to the game, really, the thing he did best, especially towards the end of the game, was he started passing the ball. He slowed down a little bit. When he slowed down, he was playing like Trey Williams, like the guy that we've come to know and just love, especially in the clutch. And Painter kept him in, I think, because he thinks Williams is so darn good. He's got the evidence too, right? He's got the case for the argument that Trey Williams finishes games well, and he generally does. He's probably the best finisher we've seen at Purdue in a long time. Maybe Carson Edwards is right there with him. Um, but Trey Williams is extremely clutch. Today, Purdue was really not clutch in that first uh, in regulation and in overtime, it looked to me like they were gonna they they were gonna win at regulation. They didn't. Uh, they had an eleven point lead. That's another po- uh, important detail. They had an eleven point lead with about five minutes left, and that thing shrunk down. Shrunk down for a number of reasons, but Illinois players were making shots. Uh, Frazier always kills Purdue. He had sixteen points. Uh, Plummer is a great player. He actually did most of his damage late in the game and in the overtimes. He finished with twenty four. But Curbelo uh, came off the bench, I believe. Yeah, he came off the bench. He had 20 points. He's coming off of two months off. First game back, 
He played excellently, uh, 20 points, and he was hitting all the shots down the stretch. And it kind of felt like he wasn't going to stop hitting. He was just going to take him right to victory. And a lid got on the, the rim there late. And one of the keys to Purdue continue to fight through and get to the second overtime was their rebounding was excellent. So Purdue finishes with 46 rebounds. I uh, Illinois finishes with 39. Um, and uh, this game was important. I think this one's important for a lot of reasons. This one that looks really, really good. I think the tournament committee, it'll help you kind of get over the hump if you're head-to-head with somebody else for a seed, maybe a two or a one or whatever Purdue is at the end of the season. I, my gut tells me they're going to be a two right now. Um, but that was, a, that was a really important win. Winning, uh, scoring 96 points uh, against an Illinois team that seems to really throw a wet blanket on a lot of teams. In fact, they threw it on Purdue, you could argue, because um, at the end of regulation, it felt like the game had slowed down a lot. With about five minutes left, both teams started scoring, and uh, that made a big difference. Um, Purdue improves, like I said, to 15-2, 4-2 in the conference. Let's see if there's anything else I should talk about. Uh, Eric Hunter. Got to talk about Eric Hunter. So Eric Hunter, um, he had 11 points. He was 4 for 4 from the free throw line. He put the game away, salted it away with free throws. But he was the recipient of Trey Williams' excellent passing. Uh, Trey would draw a double team very patiently in that second overtime. And then he just found Hunter, who was cutting and slicing him up. This is the thing. I don't think Purdue needs a ton from Hunter. But what they do need is they need a guy that's willing to go to the hoop hard and hit his free throws. And then on the other side, play defense. He did both of those things today. He was much improved than he's been in a lot of games this year. He played like I think um, Purdue needs him to play. Um, he Purdue's depth beat Illinois today. I said this on Twitter, and I really, really think it's true the more I think about it, look at it, because Purdue just kind of kept hitting with different weapons from different angles, and uh, and it made a big difference. The funny thing is Purdue had, had relied so heavily on Mason Gillis the last two games. Mason Gillis only had four points. Hardly shot the ball at all. He was two for three from the field. Quiet game. He was grinding out. He was doing things, uh, everything he could, but he didn't. Uh, it wasn't his day. Brandon Newman had a had a big shot. Uh, Brandon Newman also had a great uh, play where he fouled Illinois' uh, third <laughs> third string center, who is uh, Bosman's Vin, Vin, Verdo, Verdona. Pardon me, Bosman's Verdona. Easy for me to say. Um, but uh, what happened is Trey Williams would. would Go up to help on pick because that center would go up, set a pick, a high screen uh, on uh, the Purdue defender, who either was Newman or Hunter, it seemed, uh, most of the time. And Trey would bite in and go and defend the guy with the ball, leaving the big man cutting off the roll. And he did it over and over and again. It was pretty frustrating to watch, actually, because it puts that guard in a really tough situation. He could have easily just hedged, it seemed, but he didn't do it. Uh, He was hustling. But uh, it's kind of a hard thing. It seems like this Purdue team is like in transition right now as they figure out how to be a good defensive team, which is odd because you got so many vets on this team. But the effort was there today, and that's a big thing. The effort was there, and it shows up in that stat on the board. It shows up again. They just um, they made things difficult for Illinois, but Illinois was making shots. This wasn't like a lot of games where Purdue has had – other teams get hot from three, and they just go wild. And um, it wasn't really that game. Uh, Illinois shoots 36% from three. Purdue, even though they shot it so darn poorly in the first half, I think they were, I think they had one or two threes in the first half, but they were hitting everything off the iron. Um, Ivy was uh, he was 0 for one on the game. He hit, he shot one in the end of regu- uh, end of the first overtime. He missed it um, and uh, sent Purdue in the second overtime. Um, I believe. I don't think that was the end of regulation. 
but Purdue goes 44%, 8 of 18 from three. Free throw game, uh, the free throw shooting, I've said, I said it multiple times, you can get up above 70%, the chances of, of winning go way up. Well, Purdue goes 81.3%. Uh, they go 26 for 32 from the free throw line, and those free throws were absolutely critical. They were key. Um, and uh, like I said to a couple people uh, off this site, Purdue really beat, uh, fought through beating itself to win this game, and that's a big win again. 9688 proof uh, improves to 15 and 2. So, um uh again, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh that was a big win Purdue next plays IU, which is also a bit of a big win at Assembly Hall, I believe. Uh, I'll check that right now. Um but um yeah, so they got they're at Ass Hall on Thursday at 7 p.m. and that's a game that um Obviously, it makes a difference to a lot of Purdue fans what you think about the season if they beat or sweep IU. I keep saying this to people. I just feel like the, the streak has gone on so long, and Purdue's beaten better IU teams than this one they're about to face. I really mean that. I'm not just saying that um, over this streak. And uh, I just feel like it's got to end sometime. Anish believes that they'll get through this season unscathed. I I'm not as confident. I think if Purdue loses this season, it's going to be at Assembly Hall on Thursday. My hope is that this team is learning that this effort and the defensive uh, prowess, the way they've played, the hard-nosed way they've played the last couple games is really the difference maker. The offense is going to be there with this team, even when somebody's off or two people are off. Like today, you have... Ivy, again, Ivy did not play well. He did not shoot well, but he shot free throws excellently. So he kind of brought himself up. He hit big shots. That was that was good. That that floated him, right? Williams did not play well. In fact, if the game ends in regulation or even at the first overtime, I think a lot of fans will look at the way Williams played. It's really, really disappointing. But those assists were so big, and he hit a couple shots in that, I think, the first and the second overtime. Purdue's... Purdue's going to wear teams down because of their depth. They're going to they're gonna find a weapon if you wait long enough and everybody is scrapping and clawing and trying to get it done. Today, Sash, Edie, and then in a roundabout way, Ivy with free throw shooting got it done. But Purdue's got a lot of guys that can do big things. And I still expect, we didn't see first play hardly at all. Maybe somebody out there knows. I didn't listen to any of the pregame on the radio. Maybe there's a good reason. But uh, if first played, I don't remember him playing. Um, I, I know he was warming up. But um, Purdue, Purdue's depth is going to beat up on a lot of teams, and hopefully they beat up on IU and improve to 16-2. and two. Purdue is now fourth in the nation. They're, they're creeping again closer to the top. I think they can get back up there again uh, if they can continue playing this hard on the glass and on defense. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, like I said, check out Anisha's uh, uh, quick write-up. And if you have any questions, you want to just talk, uh, Shoot it to us on Twitter. Uh, also, if you haven't subscribed yet, we haven't said this in a long time, subscribe, join the party. It's a fun place to be. Um, and I'll be probably doing quick casts or wrap-ups at least one a week, if not two a week, uh, especially if uh, I feel inspired and I need to settle down because I was absolutely jacked up after this Illinois game. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Have a great day. We'll see you soon. Hammer down.